so the Reclaiming Ritchie project was done uh, in response to the murder of George Floyd last year. The point of that project was to uh, show the struggles that Black men face in uh, Canadian society and specifically uh, Black men from a neighborhood which is which doesn't have the best reputation. Um, kind of when uh, the Black Lives Matter movement was happening uh, in the summer of 2020, a lot of us as Canadians were thinking, this is an American issue, uh, this isn't close to home. Um, but what I tried to show uh, was that it's it's very close to home and it happens in our own city. Welcome to the Archipelago Photography Podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sean Morton. This podcast is brought to you by Archipelago Presets, a community of photographers united by a passion for our craft and a growing collection of some of the world's finest Lightroom presets and post-production tools. As a way of thanking you for tuning in, we're offering all of our podcast listeners a discount of 20% on your next purchase. Visit us at archipelagopresets.com and use the code PODCAST20 to redeem this special offer. Faiza Omer is a studio photographer and mental health professional based in Ottawa, Ontario, and Edmonton, Alberta. She is both a fashion photographer and a visual storyteller, and has gained recognition for two of her projects, Reclaiming Richie and It's Different for Us. Both of these projects bring to light the systemic barriers and injustices racialized communities in Ottawa have faced that have also been further impacted by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. With personal stories to accompany her portraits of Somali men and racialized youth, she has created some beautiful and impactful work. Please enjoy my interview with Faiza Omer. Yeah, well, first, I mean, just thank you for, for coming on and speaking with us today. I really appreciate that. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Great. So, Faiza, um, I wanted to ask you a little bit. So you, you kind of have an interesting, uh, I want to say an interesting mix of, of work that you're doing, right? Because uh, you've got a master's degree and you're actually pursuing a second master's degree, but totally unrelated to photography. Is that right? Uh, actually, I fit, I just finished the second one. Oh, you did? Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So, so what, what uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, right after high school, I didn't really know what to do. So um, I was kind of directed into neuroscience. Uh, so I did neuroscience at Carleton University for uh, about seven years, and I, I got two degrees there uh, in neuroscience. Uh, but the last year of my master's, I was a bit burnt out. Uh, and I was talking to myself at like 3 a.m. in the lab, you know, yeah. Uh, having slept there for a couple of days, <laughs> yeah, and I, I decided that after this degree, I would really, I pursue my passions, yeah, um, and take a bit of a break and do self care. So that's when I decided to uh, pursue photography and go to the uh, Algonquin College photography program. Very cool, very cool. And you, so you, when you were there, you were studying. Was it, was it mainly studio type of portraiture? Did you, did you kind of know? Because that's tends to be like, you know, when we look at your work, it, it seems to be very studio oriented. Is that, was that your focus all along or did that just sort of come out of practicing and, and studying at the college? 
Uh, we learned like different types, but the the studio um, photography was is what I was kind of drawn to, yeah. and uh, we were lucky enough to kind of book studio time. Um, so I constantly kept booking studio time, bringing in friends and family, and kind of perfecting our craft. Right, right. And um, so, you, you know, you, you've got your master's in neuroscience, you, you studied photography at Algon College, and now you, you've gone on and you, you said you just completed a second master's. So what's, what's that one in? So uh, I was at the Algonquin program for, I uh, almost finished a year, I had like two months in, yeah. um, when my parents found out that I <laughs> was not looking for a job and I was actually in school studying photography. I kept it a secret <laughs> until they found out. Um, right. And my dad actually had my uh, uh, my resumes and he like applied for so many jobs and he actually got me a job in <laughs> Edmonton. Uh, so I, I was shipped off here um, yeah. and I was working as like a mental health counselor and I realized that I had none of the skills needed really to, to do this job. So that's when I decided to do a second master's in counseling psychology. Yeah. Um, so I could just, but I, I fell in love with that more than neuroscience. So now I'm, I, I consider, I, I am a mental health clinician. So that's my actual day job. Interesting. Interesting. And do you feel like there's, there's any carryover between those two worlds, and, and when I say those two worlds, I'm, I'm meaning like psychology and photography. Do, is there is there any overlap, or are there, are there any skills that kind of translate, you know, from one one side to the other? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, as I do more and more of these interviews, I I uh, I kind of reflect on that because mm-hmm. when I'm doing a um, a project where the subjects kind of have to talk about their personal uh, experiences, for example, like uh, let's say a triggering um, experience, my mental health skills really come in and I'm able to um, get someone that I don't really know kind of to share uh, a really harrowing experience and to bring them back to baseline um, right after. Yeah. Yeah. So it does transfer. Yeah, I, I, I figured it, it might, and it, I imagine it's a, a pretty good skill to have, but particularly, I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit about some of the projects you have done, because it, I think they're relevant to just what we're talking about now, right? Like, you've, you've had a couple, um, you know, well-recognized projects uh, you did in the uh, Ottawa region. Um, there was the, the Reclaiming Richie project, and then you had another one uh, called That's Different for Us. Do you want to maybe just give us a quick rundown of what those, those were about? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the Reclaiming Ritchie project was done uh, in response to the murder of George Floyd last year. Uh, I was, as a mental health counselor, I kind of wanted to see where my family was at. And um, because of the lockdown, I was in Ottawa for a couple of months last year. Uh, so all of them had similar responses. Like my family was, you know, horrified, mm-hmm. uh, confused. But one of my brothers was. Uh, completely different in his response and he was um you know uh, he he was saying things like i i can't believe you guys think this is brand new why is everyone acting like this doesn't happen every day mm-hmm. and then he started talking about his own experiences so uh, it was kind of born from that you know sharing circle my family had um and i thought of the idea it just kind of came to me a couple of days later and i'm like hey i have some studio equipment in the basement yeah. i want to take pictures of you and your friends in the neighborhood 
and I just want to kind of gather your stories. And then it was just meant for Instagram, like my personal Instagram. I didn't really think uh, it would be picked up by CBC or, uh, or or anybody other than my family and friends would have an interest to it. So it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty great. But the, um, it, it, the point of that project was to uh, show the struggles that black men face in uh, Canadian society and specifically uh, black men from a neighborhood, which is, which doesn't have the best reputation uh, in Ottawa. So yeah, that's that project. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's pretty interesting because I mean, I think as Canadians, we uh, often want to, you know, look down our noses maybe at at the stuff we we see happening on the other side of the border. Um, But it's important to recognize that, you know, we we have our own issues here, um, and and it's important to share and to, and to learn about those. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I think um, kind of when uh, the Black Lives Matter movement was happening uh, the summer of 2020, mm-hmm. a lot of us as Canadians were thinking this is an American issue. Right. Uh, this isn't close to home. Um, but what I tried to show uh, was that it's it's very close to home and it happens in our own city. Mm-hmm. So there were actual quotes that went with each uh, portrait. So I can read one of them sure. to kind of show uh, the, what kind of incidents, what racist incidents they were going through. So one of them is the pizza place near the neighborhood had a two slice, get a free drink deal. I went to order my pizza first grabbing my drink on the way. When one of the customers in the store started screaming that I was stealing, the owner came from the back and kicked me out of the store. I didn't get pizza that day. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. No, it's, it's fascinating to, you know, I I think not that it's fascinating. I think it's important to, to shine a light on, on the problems that we do have here in terms of racism within Canada is it's, it's definitely, it's everywhere. Um, What about, your other project and this was one you did uh in conjunction with the uh what's it called the southeast ottawa community uh health Health center Center. yeah and now did this come about after reclaiming richie yeah so after the reclaiming richie project um they reached out to me and uh they wanted to do something similar Mm -hmm. uh within their own neighborhood so uh the southeast area um catchment um What's interesting about that area, it's, it's actually the hardest hit area in Ottawa. Um, and they had the idea of bringing in uh, marginalized youth who were affected by the pandemic mm-hmm. um, and doing a similar thing where we take their portraits and yes. uh, we take their stories or quotes. Yeah. 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 Because I guess the COVID rates are are obviously much higher in in that in that uh neighborhood right and, yeah, and of they course had their own testing case they they had their own testing um site like they had their own uh buses mm-hmm. uh because of the sheer number of cases and people would come from their homes from their apartments to be tested in these buses and then it'd be sent right back that's how many yeah. people that had covid during that time yeah yeah and and obviously you know um being a racialized community they're already you know, facing challenges, right? And I'm sure the the pandemic, you know, that didn't didn't help that at all. Um, yeah. So do you, do you find 
I mean, you've done some really interesting things on maybe showcasing um, racialized communities. And do you do you feel like in the photography industry that that we're doing enough to to showcase diversity? And you know, I mean, I, when I say diversity, that's such a a big word. And we could talk about cultural or ethnicity or gender and ability and body and body sizes and all that. Do, but do you think photography as a whole is is doing enough? I think when it comes to um, photography uh, internationally, like if if there's some sort of conflict going on uh, somewhere in in the world, I think we're really good at capturing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I feel like we could do more when it comes to our own communities and our own backyards. Mm -hmm. Um, I've just kind of got into this. I haven't really been doing on this type of photography uh, before this, I, I was more interested in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do believe there's a, there's a bit of a gap when it comes to uh, fashion. We're, we're getting a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's obviously a lot of room to kind of uh, expand on stories yeah. uh, where um, people of color are, are, are the main subjects. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about an exciting new project we've launched called Quest. Quest is a subscription platform where each month a new preset and profile collection will be released, giving subscribers access to fresh photo editing tools that are designed to push the boundaries of creative expression. On top of that, subscribers will get access to an education platform with new tutorials and bonus content each month. We wanted to keep the cost low, and so we're doing all of this for only $8 a month. As a bonus, we have a limited time offer for our podcast listeners to get their first month of Quest for free. From now until the end of June, use the code PODCAST33 when you sign up for this special offer. This is a game changer in the preset world, and we're very excited about this new project. And we hope you will be too. So be sure to head over to archipelagoquest.com and check it out now. This is a game changer in the preset world, and we're very excited about this new project, and we hope you will be too. So be sure to head over to archipelagoquest.com and check it out. Now, on with the show. Do you find, like, with the work you're doing, because, yeah, I mean, if we look at your website, you've got absolutely tremendous uh, gallery of amazing fashion portraiture. Do, what what do you feel like your, I guess the direction that you'll be taking with with the work you do? Do you see, you know, continuation of of sort of these storytelling projects, or or do you want to focus more on fashion photography? Um, where where do you see your work going from here? You found my secret website. That that. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't put on my uh, Instagram or anything. I was kind of still kind of working on it, still tweaking it. It's it's, it's basically done i'm just I, yeah. I just had cold feet but that's great that you found it it's um, amazing you you should definitely share it because the the galleries you have on there are absolutely fabulous so thank you yeah well well i if it's okay we'll link to it in the in the in the show notes so people can check it out so yeah no problem yeah. um yeah so i i am really interested in continuing projects like this mm-hmm. um because i realize the impact that 
it does have. Like, for example, the Reclaiming Richie project, I got hundreds of messages when it first came out yeah. um, from people that I do not know. And a lot, of, a lot of them were teachers, social workers that worked in the area that recognized some of the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were outright saying that, you know, you changed my mind and on how I view people from that area. I didn't understand that they were going through yeah. uh, incidents like this, right? So yeah. I definitely want to continue that. I it, it's kind of hard to to think of ideas; it just kind of comes. Yeah. Um, but the great thing is, I did get a uh, Canada uh, Council of the Arts grant, so uh-huh. I'm going to be doing that over the summer, um, right. where. It's the Reclaiming Ritchie project, but it's expanded to three other neighborhoods okay. um, and 10 portraits each. So that's that's what's needed of me to kind of fulfill the grant. So I have to take 30 portraits yeah. over the summer and gather stories. So that's where that's going. Nice. And that'll be back in Ottawa? Yep. Cool. Cool. How do you feel? Obviously, we're we're in a lockdown you know, cases are high right now. Again, um, is that is that impacted your ability to to do photography work these days? Uh, so I kind of got back into photography last year because of the lockdown. Yeah, uh, my 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 job was very high stress. Yeah, uh, and then I suddenly had time to kind of breathe and buy mm-hmm. all this equipment and get back into it. Yeah. Uh, right now, yeah, it's definitely been impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one studio is is my home, right? So I, right. I bring people into my home. Now I can't really do that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I am a bit worried over the summer. If the cases are too high, then, you know, I have to extend the grant and whatnot, yeah. right? So I, I will not put my life on the line. For no. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's challenging for everyone to try to navigate, uh, particularly you know, someone like yourself who, who is doing studio portraiture. And like you said, you know, if that, that studio happens to be in your house, well then, you know, that creates a whole other complexity to it for sure. So, um, so, okay. So you've got that coming up and, and are there any other projects you, you, you kind of have coming up on the horizon or anything you're interested in shooting, uh, moving forward? Um, so I, I'm interested in doing a project in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you heard, but there are a few, a few incidents. I think it's happened um, like upwards to like five, six times where women who are wearing the hijab get attacked in the yes. streets. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, the next project I want to do uh, probably in the next month uh, is interviewing um, peop- uh, women who wear the hijab and, getting their stories of Islamophobia mm-hmm. um, and maybe even interviewing one of the people who were attacked. So at least, yeah. at least one. So that's kind of where that's the next project. And I'm thinking a dark purple. Yeah. Feminine and moody. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's one thing I love yeah. about your work is your use of color, um, you know, with the, with the backdrops and, and the wardrobes, when it, particularly with the, the fashion photography that, that you've done. Uh, um, you really, really strong use of color and it, it, it creates some really compelling images for sure. Thank you. It, it actually takes a lot of time in terms of uh, curating what goes next because mm-hmm. the colors have to actually flow together. Right. So some of the, 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 uh, the photo shoots are months in advance. 
yeah. but I don't post it until I feel like you know it matches what's already there yeah so it's got to fit yeah some of the models are like why when are you posting mine and I'm like it's, <laughs> it's not time yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right um let's let's talk about s- some some other stuff maybe some more random questions um who who inspires you uh definitely my mom uh, my right. parents i guess my dad as well yeah uh because they are refugees from the somali civil war yeah and they came to this country not really knowing the language or the system and then they managed to raise seven children in which six are uh, in university or university grads. The the last one is still in high school, but it, yeah. <laughs> everyone else is like studying. So it's great. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, and speaking of inspiration, who would be a photographer that inspires you or that, that we should all know about or, or check out? Um, I, I think of Ansel Adams. I don't yeah. know. It's very, very different than my type of photography. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I like I I don't know what it is about his uh, landscape mm-hmm. portraits that's very compelling. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a uh, classics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and if you could photograph anyone, is there anyone uh, that 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 you'd want to take a portrait of? Um, I I haven't thought of that honestly. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I I guess I'll just be. I'll just say the prime minister. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. So someone that someone that I I don't know if I could ever take photos of. So yeah, I, exactly. I feel like everyone else I could kind of corral it to be in front of my camera. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, There's a lot of security to get to the prime minister. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and here's a here's a COVID related one. So if you could travel anywhere right now, where would you go and why? Um, I traveled to, I guess, back to the motherland. I'll go back to Somalia. Yeah. Uh, I, our whole family kind of goes there every couple of years and I feel like it's time, but obviously (laughs) there's a, you know, there's a whole pandemic, but, uh, yeah, definitely just to reconnect with family. Yeah. And my roots. Yeah. And uh, one last question, Faiza. What what do you love most about what you do as a photographer? Um, I'm I'm an introverted extrovert, I guess. So connecting with people and uh, just seeing their joy on their faces when they see their portraits, yeah. because it comes out in real time. I take the photo and they can see it on my laptop. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like, "Oh my God, is that me?" I look, I look great. Oh my yeah. God, I'm so beautiful. Like you can actually see their self-confidence and self-esteem rise. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's, that's a powerful thing for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, Faiza, I really want to thank you for taking time to chat with us today. Uh, no problem. I'm just going to put in a shameless plug. If yeah, you are in the Ottawa, Ottawa region, please uh, visit the Ottawa Art Gallery and uh, see my work and the work of nine other artists in the exhibition called Sheltered in Place, Portraits of Self, Family, and Community. Right on. Yeah. You know what? We'll, uh, how, lo- how long is that up for? Do you know? Uh, yeah. So that's up until August 15, 2021. Oh, 
Cool. Well, we'll link we'll link to that uh, in the show notes as well too, so people hopefully can uh, if they're in the area they can go check it out. Awesome, and thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, Faza. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to find out more about Faiza Omer, please check out the links in the show notes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review as it helps others discover our show. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, please check out archipelagoquest.com, our new subscription platform for photographers. There, you'll get access to new presets and profiles, as well as new bonus and educational content, all for only $8 a month. And as I mentioned, we have a limited time offer for our podcast listeners to get their first month of Quest for free. From now until the end of June, use the code PODCAST33 when you sign up for this special offer. Thanks again. Until next time.